Good morning. Yesterday, I reported that the final public report on the investigation into Police Chief Cynthia McAllister cleared her of all wrongdoing, and today, she's back on the job. But that report was 25 pages long. So, what does it say? For Wednesday, August 1st, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are. Get in touch at loudonnow.com advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. On Monday, the town of Percival released a 25-page final public report on the months-long investigation into allegations of mismanagement and abuse against Police Chief Cynthia McAllister. The report was prepared by the law firm of Wilson, Elser, Moskowitz, Edelman, and Dicker and retired police chief Timothy Longo and portrays the town's police department as overworked and resistant to change. It links the gripes against McAllister to those staff frustrations. You can see the full document on our website, but here in broad strokes is what it says. It goes over that team's work to probe seven complaints against the chief that resulted in her being placed on leave for nearly an entire year. In fact, for a few days, she was fired, but then reinstated. It was the whole mess with the interim town manager, so on and so forth. But in all cases, investigators found either the complaints against McAllister were baseless or that McAllister had irked staff while still acting within her authority. For example, several of the complaints centered around McAllister hiring an office business manager who had law enforcement experience. That job was intended as a civilian post, but McAllister allowed that manager to be sworn as an officer, carry a department-issue firearm, drive department vehicles, and work with the title of detective. While that led to some complaints from other town officers, the investigators concluded that all of these actions were lawful and reasonable in context. Other complaints that McAllister overstepped her authority or incorrectly managed two internal investigations were also unfounded. And an allegation that she had lied on her resume falsely claiming to have graduated from the FBI National Academy was itself untrue. In fact, she did graduate from the program. Then there were the allegations that she was responsible for low morale, that she was disrespectful to staff, and that she tried to stop officers from lodging complaints with the town hall. The investigators found those two were unsupported. Instead, they concluded that when she came to the department in 2015, she faced a culture of complacency in the Percival Police Department. Quoting from the report, multiple witnesses indicated that policy violations were not being reported and or investigated, that disciplinary actions were inconsistent and ineffective, and that performance expectations were not enforced. When she came on, McAllister challenged that way of thinking, which critical of work product that she felt wasn't up to the standards. That report concludes with two recommendations. First is to adequately fund and staff the department, including creating two new management positions and growing its ranks by six to eight positions to make sure there are three to four officers on at all times. The investigators also recommended the town council should move the police department from a strip mall on Hearst Road to a more centrally located and functional building. 
In recent years, the town council has worked instead to cut the police budget. Last year, Mayor Quasi Fraser suggested almost $48,000 of cuts to the police department, but was outdone by former councilwoman Kelly Grimm, who called for more than $110,000 in police department cuts. The second recommendation is to, in the words of the investigators, break the cycle of mediocrity with new staff policies and code of conduct, beefed up recruiting and selection, and ongoing training. I'll finish by quoting at length from the report again. Policing is a humbling and honorable profession that requires a constant and continued renewal to the values and principles to which officers commit as part of their personal and professional obligations. The much-anticipated success of the Town of Percival Police Department will largely depend on the willingness of its membership to embrace a renewed promise of trust, communication, teamwork, and unyielding commitment to the community they have individually and collectively sworn to serve. In addition, the success of the department will depend largely on the recommended changes with respect to the department's operational, departmental, and physical infrastructure, end quote. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, after a year hiatus that was expected to be permanent, motorcycles and the red, white, and blue will once again rumble down Leesburg's King Street on August 17th. Loudoun-based America's 9-11 Foundation has announced plans to reprise its annual motorcycle ride, which will visit the three sites most impacted by the terrorist attacks on September 11, 2001. The site of the crash of Flight 93 in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, the site of the World Trade Center in New York City, and the Pentagon in Arlington. It's an event that ran for 15 years and attracted thousands of riders. It has passed through Leesburg since 2005, drawing throngs of spectators onto King Street, waving flags and signs. That looked like it was going to come to an end in 2016 when the ride's organizer, Ted Sureseth, announced that that would be the last 9-11 ride. He cited rising costs and a desire to spend more time with his family. He had heard that the 9-11 Foundation board would be able to come up with other ways to raise money. It provides college scholarships for children of first responders. But he said that new fundraising hasn't materialized. In 2017, Seth said, the Foundation raised no money and still gave away $30,000 in scholarships. So it's coming back for 2018. His wife has taken over. Ride Weekend can raise $50,000 for scholarships. Organizers are limiting the ride to 600 bikers, and it will once again ride down downtown King Street. It's expected to hit Leesburg around 2 p.m., as I said on August 17th. This weekend marks Virginia's sales tax holiday starting at 12.01 a.m. Friday and going through Sunday, and it's for more than school supplies. The state now combines its three sales tax holidays into one, making back-to-school supplies, hurricane and winter preparedness supplies, and energy-efficient appliances all tax-free at once. That means the 5.3% state sales tax will not be charged on things like generators, chainsaws, clothing, shoes, pens, crayons, and Energy Star and WaterSense appliances. Well, I say 5.3%. We live in Northern Virginia, so of course we pay a 6% sales tax. Or rather, this weekend we won't. The list also includes ice packs, most batteries, portable radios, duct tape, notebook paper, diapers, and light bulbs. An all-inclusive list of items that qualify for the tax holiday is online at tax.virginia.gov. And Loudoun County Sheriff's Office detectives are asking for the public's help tracking down the suspect in a Saturday night shooting at an Ashburn apartment. Deputies were called to the Greenstable Square neighborhood shortly after 9.10 p.m. July 29th for a reported shooting. Investigators say Edgar Vargas, 30 years old, got into a verbal argument with a man inside an apartment and then shot the victim in the abdominal area. 
The victim was taken to a local hospital where he was treated for injuries described as non-life-threatening. Vargas is described as a black male, 5 foot 9 inches tall, weighing 185 pounds, with black hair and brown eyes. He is considered armed and dangerous. Anyone with information about his whereabouts is asked to contact the Sheriff's Office or submit a tip to the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office app. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, Val's Pals Kids Club in Village at Leesburg will host Blue Sky Puppet, performing the story of Super Pig. It's hosted in the Village Community Room starting at 10 a.m. Spanky Shenanigans is bringing back Yappy Hour again in Leesburg at 4 p.m. They have drink specials and a portion of food sales go to support a local animal charity. And O'Fallon's Irish Pub in Sterling is hosting pub quiz trivia starting at 8 p.m. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, put a Morning Minute sticker on your motorcycle helmet to tell your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay. Have a great day.